Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Welcome to a special edition of PG Rated, where we both watched the same movie, and um, maybe we hated it. Uh, listen, so a little background on this. This is not the normal podcast where we choose a movie that we each hate. I had suggested that maybe we choose this for a guest, uh, Bird Box, but Paul was adamant that it was going to be a good movie. I refuse to believe Sandra Bullock is out here choosing bad films at this point in her career. And what did I say? You thought it was going to be dumb. Yeah. And I, then, yeah, I was really low expectations. So we decided to watch it separately. We didn't even think we were going to do this. And Paul came out really disappointed while, because I was expecting straight up shit, came out pleasantly surprised. There's only one thing worth watching in this movie. His name is John Malkovich. I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. Like, because it's, it's so, it is a dumb movie. It really is, but it's watchable enough where I was like, okay, I didn't hate myself for watching this. I just, it, it spells everything out for you as far as where it's going. There's no drama in that. The ending is completely void of any, like, uh, there's no real The ending end. makes no there's sense. No real, there's no real ending. The ending makes no sense. First of all, at least... There's no real ending. And the blind people would be the first ones to go. People would murder them in a heartbeat. And then on top of it, none of, like, it's built in such a way that there has to be rules which you could follow. But it gives itself too many gives itself too many outs. Yeah. Uh, do you want to break the movie down like we normally do? I I just Yeah, we can do that. I mean, it's pretty like a simple concept. For some reason people are starting to kill themselves all throughout the world. Sandra Bullock is pregnant. Um really not sure what's going on in that backstory. Her sister is what Sarah Paulson? Sarah Paulson from uh, American Horror Story fame, which, and uh, apparently um, a movie that will eventually be featured on this podcast, Glass. You think so? Oh, I know so. <laughs> really? Oh, I am, I am <laughs> convinced that movie's going to be trash. I don't know. Split was good. It was the Shambhalanisans. And we are no longer in that period. Oh, you think it's over? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think he wanted so badly... We're getting off topic already. But I think he so badly wanted a sequel to, to um, Unbreakable, Unbreakable that he worked it in. And now he has the opportunity. And we all know what Shyamalan does when he gets the opportunity to do whatever he wants. When Shyamalan has constraints put on him and has to do something that somebody else wants... Turns out not bad, but when Shyamalan gets freedom, it's bad. That's right. We we get Lady in the Water. That's right. Shyamalan started getting uh, sh- signs. I I really enjoy signs, but that movie starts getting shaky. And then he did the Village, and then you're like, uh oh, this isn't good. And they gave him another shot with Lady in the Water, and oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. 
her sister, the sisters go to a hospital to check on the baby. Wait, no, that's not how this starts. That's not how this starts. That's not how it starts? This movie starts with Sandy and two little kids. And she's telling them, it's just Sandy and two little kids. And she's like, you're going to listen to everything I say. And the kids are named boy and girl. You're going to listen to everything I say. You're going to do what I do or you're going to die. You don't look. She explains, basically, you don't look. You have to follow this. You, you, you can't ever take the blindfold off. All that shit. Yeah. And it, then it cuts to the past. So that's the present, and then it cuts to the past. So at this point, you already know, okay, it's Sandy and the two kids. And then you go to the future, so you know anyone she comes into contact with, it's just going to end poorly for all those people. Yeah, because you realize it's just her by herself and the two kids. So, right, which is why I don't think the whole emotional arc of the movie works. I mean, yeah, I guess. I just... What my problem with this movie is and as we go through it we're going to see a lot of little stupid details that shouldn't work at all and they annoy the shit I mean they really do so you're the one that enjoyed this I mean I didn't okay let's take my words for what I said I said I enjoyed it more than I thought I would I thought it was going to be a completely terrible movie turns out it was totally passable for a Netflix original you're the one that had these grandeur ideas that it was going to be a good I movie. Didn't think it was, I didn't think it was going to be a fucking blockbuster. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just thought, it, like, okay, we probably have a movie that's going to be... I have text messages where you said Sandy B can't go, do no wrong. That's right. I, I, I agree, because without Sandra Bullock in Gravity, I bet you that movie blows. Oh, without a doubt it does. I don't know, George Clooney's in it. So I don't okay. get me started on Clooney in that movie. <laughs> Where he's a ghost? I don't, don't, don't. Get I don't. I, I, I. Clooney's playing it so goddamn cool in that movie. No actor awesome. would play it that goddamn cool ever. Well, they would if they were dead. Well, no. So, even when, he, even when he's about to die. Well, he was imaginary the whole time, so that's probably why he wasn't um, imaginary the whole time. You're not wrong. the whole time, but towards the end, he was. Even when he's like about, you're about to see his possible death. He's just chilling. He's being Clooney. Yeah, I guess you're right. Clooney stopped acting after Ocean's Eleven. So, okay. So, this, so after this movie, the woman, what is she, Sandra Bullock is an artist in this movie, right? And Sandra, and Sarah Paulson is like a horse breeder or something? Either way, sisters. It's not important. Neither one comes in the play. So you hear on the news that apparently there was a bunch of like suicides, mass suicides in Russia. They're not really sure what's going on. Someone's like, they're like, yeah, we don't know what's going on. Um, so they go to the hospital to check on the baby and they see all these people, whatever, normal. Wait, now, time out. Now, you see all these mass suicides in Russia and no one gives a fuck in the United States. Yeah, they're like, they literally say that's in Russia. Yeah, no, I, if, if people start committing mass suicides, like, Hundreds of thousands of people. I'm freaking out. I don't care. I'm freaking out. I don't care where it is. Yeah, exactly. I'm freaking the fuck out. I might join them. I'm building an underground bunker. Bill, uh, Paul, you know I'm John Good. I'm John Goodman in Ten Cloverfield Lane at this point. (laughs) You just have a vat of acid everywhere. (laughs) Oh, I'm vat of acid to kill my enemies. Yes. (laughs) Listening to that one song. (laughs) I think we're alone now. Yeah, I think we're alone now. (laughs) All right. So they go to the hospital. You see one woman that 
clearly you watch her and you're like, oh yeah, that lady's gonna kill herself later because they oh, like yeah. frame her in oh, the middle. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. totally they, know that they she's gonna like, like a look to each other, and that look says, "I'm gonna be I'm, right here. And I'm right. gonna murder my own face." Like, so this is enough. like a weird detail that like comes into play late in the movie that I'm not sure we're supposed to care about, but the. There's a doctor, right? And it's yeah, it's like an uh, an Indian American woman, and she's just like, "Hey, listen, you could put this kid up for adoption, all that." And Sandy's like, "Maybe thinking about it," but that's the only time you see this doctor. And then and then she kept asking, "Do you have a name?" And she's like, "No, I don't have a name." And she's like, "Oh yeah, you should ado- maybe put this kid up for an adoption." By the way, when me and Steph were having a kid, we didn't have a name. No doctor asked us asked us if we wanted to put the kid up for adoption. <laughs> did they ask you if they had a name like that's a weird thing to I don't know like <laughs> you know what they never asked did you consider boy for for Owen I did I did I hey, thought it'd be easy yeah, it'd be easy boy hey boy come here <laughs> hey boy get over here but I, I thought mean, you know I might go the, the route and name my child Guy after Guy Fieri oh my goodness if you don't name him Guy can you at least make his middle name Fieri Oh, without a doubt. Okay, thank you. I'm going to have to discuss that. <laughs> you heard it here Ramon first. Ramon Aravalo. Oh, that's a good name. That's a strong name. That is a strong... That sounds like he's going to go avenge my death. That is... That might be the title of this episode. <laughs> so, uh, then all of a sudden they're leaving, and then Sarah Paulson and uh, Sandra Bullock sees the woman murder her own face she literally crashes her head against this window and everyone's freaking out they run out of the hospital and then all of a sudden chaos reigns people are starting to crash cars into each other uh sarah paulson's driving and she's like freaking out this was the best scene in the movie it was pretty good this was the best scene in the movie this is where you see like oh okay they actually spent money they're like people are you just see car like this a lot of practical, this practical effects. A lot yeah, of practical no, no, no. effects. It's good. It's good. You just you see people pull up next to them, and then all of a sudden they drive out into traffic. People are standing in front of buses and shit. Like it's good. I I enjoyed it. You're like, oh shit, this movie can be dope, and then it he, stops being dope. So then, like Sarah Paulson, all of a sudden she sees something in the middle of the road, and her eyes go crazy, and she's like, "What is that? What is that?" And she literally tries to kill herself. She runs herself off the road and it flips and it's pretty cool. Sandra Bullock survives miraculously. And what I like about this movie is because it is realistic because if honestly, if there was a massive like panic like this, pregnant people would be like trampled without a doubt. And that's literally what happens. This woman gets trampled. Uh, Yeah, no, no, no. This woman's not making it. But in the distance, you see Malkovich and some lady and they're running. And the lady realizes Sandy is uh, pregnant and she goes and she tries to help her. She gets Sandy to the house, but then this lady sees whatever it is in the distance and, and kills, she herself. kills herself. So Malkovich is now freaking out. Off. And I don't know if you know this, there's no better kind of Malkovich than pissed off Malkovich. Oh, yeah. It's being John Malkovich. That's right. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I saw him. And my stock in this movie immediately went up. I was like, I love John Malkovich. Oh, well, so, I'm in. So my stock in this movie was up at Malkovich. And then they go in the house. And my stock rises even more when you find out that one of the people they're in the house with is B.D. Wong. I'm going to raise you one more. Well, okay. So they get Sandra Bullock in the house. Uh, a bunch of people are stuck in this house. B.D. Wong is in there. 
yeah. which is amazing Bidi because Wong you see from Jurassic Park and Law and Order SVU fame, and you see him around computer monitors. So wait, 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 wait! Don't get there yet. It, <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm just saying they know how to use BD Wong. Oh yeah, no, no, no. BD Wong is used in a very, very good like BD Wong type of way. So Paul, my stock further rose up when I saw who else was in this movie. Little Rel. Lil Rel. Lil Rel is in this movie. And I was like, oh shit, Lil Rel. It's like, get out, but it could be bloodier. It's like, get out. And I was also, I'm a, I'm going to be honest, big fan of Uncle Drew. I enjoyed I, that movie. I, I believe I brought that up to uh, a possible future guest, Andrew Gatto. Um, yes, yeah, so watch Uncle Drew. About how much you enjoyed Uncle Drew. I did love Uncle Drew. I think I texted you throughout that whole movie about how much I loved it. Um, yeah, you did. You were in the movie theater texting me, probably pissing off multiple people around you. And let's be honest. The people that were going to see that movie were also distracting everyone yeah, else. Yeah, that's right. You, so... you, you were in a Magic Johnson theater. Uh... Okay, so... No, so they get in this house, right? And yeah. it's this entire neighborhood. And there's a chick that claims to be a cop, oh. even though she's just like a new cop. An old lady, Malkovich, B.D. Wong, who, by the way, Malkovich is currently suing B.D. Wong for some reason they don't specify just yet. And then uh, there's another guy with tattoos and shit. The and drug dealer. The drug dealer, Lil Rel, and a uh, young, very handsome black guy who was in Predator, the Predator. Who, who I thought looks a little like a young Curtis... Uh... I can't remember if 50 Cent's real name, his government Curtis name. Jackson? Curtis Jackson. I think he looks like a young Curtis, Curtis Jackson. Jackson. Well, that's a weird call, but Curtis Jackson. Okay. Curtis Granderson. Yeah. The Grandy Man can, baby. Um, the Grandy Man. Um, so- I, now, I will say this. I really enjoyed this guy in this movie. I kind of enjoyed him in The Predator, but like Thomas Jane took me out of that. So I, I think this guy, I think this guy has movie star written on him. He's a good, he's a good actor. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this guy. I think he's in Moonlight too. Toronto, yes, I, he he didn't win the no. Uh, Ali won the uh, the uh, award, but yeah, this but guy he's was in, in yeah, he was in Moonlight. Yeah, absolutely. He's a good actor. He is. He is. This guy's this guy's a star. So you, you get the yeah on, on PG rating. So. They get like you know introduction into uh, introductions of all the characters. Uh, you get a quick introduction to everyone. You see little Rel. Uh, you learn who's a drug dealer, who's a police cadet. This guy used to be an Iraq War veteran or an Afghanistan War veteran. The guy from Moonlight, who's going to be a star that I should probably learn his name. Trevante Jackson. Trevante Jackson. It might not be Jackson. Hold on. <laughs> it's his first name is definitely Trevante. Okay, Trevante. And then John Malkovich, who we find out is a tax attorney, which is so weird. And the reason why he's suing B.D. Wong, who B.D. Wong's a, a gay with a gay neighbor, right? Architect. And first of all, Malkovich makes multiple Make America Great Again references. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, oh, no, he's definitely from sport in this movie. And, it's great. And BD, he's suing B.D. Wong because he's his neighbor. And B.D. Wong and his partner were going to knock down their house and build a extension on there yeah and malkovich was suing them because he did not want to look at it yeah like he's just an old man he's just a horrible old man he also did not take uh it's trevante rhodes trevante rhodes he did not take losing his wife 
that terribly? No, no, he was pissed off for about a minute. He was like done for a minute, but then he was like, "Whatever." Like, also, I feel like he was more upset about the inconvenience. Also, pretty important. Uh, Malkovich does have a shotgun. Yeah, the whole time. So there is a shotgun in the house. So they start talking about what it is. Uh, Trevante says that he felt something. He was in a construction crew. He felt something. People saw stuff. And then Little Rel, for some reason, has a lot knowledge of these creatures. Well, because <laughs> Lil Rel is so they do a typical thing, and it, it might have been a Lady in the Water thing too, where somebody's no, it's not. But I've seen this in other movies where somebody's writing a book about the exact thing that's about the same thing that's happening. Which, and, by the way, this phenomenon that's happening where you look into the distance and you see something that makes you want to kill yourself, I've never heard of before. So I don't know why you'd be writing a book about this. I actually have heard of this before. These. Everything that Little Rel mentions are, like, real things. There are, like, legends throughout, like, cultures where there's spirits that make you, like, go so crazy, so mad that you kill yourself. I got cut off. It's okay. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's going to cut off again because Steph is leaving work and will most likely call me. Either way, <laughs> we can edit that out. Um, so, yeah. so he's uh, We're right- not going to edit that. Let's be honest. Yeah, I don't do any work. I just hit... And then I add the KOB, uh, the KOB thing for the end of the podcast. Well, that's fine. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So Lil Rel's writing this book, and also he works for a grocery store, which comes into play. And yeah. he's like, "No, no, no! This is the end of the world. All this shit." Um, yeah, he starts mentioning all these names for these demons, and he like has an encyclopedic knowledge of these things. So. Which is, like, fine, whatever. You can do that to save time. I understand this is a Netflix movie, so you don't have that much time to, like, draw things out. Or I get it. And it's fine, because it keeps the movie, like, relatively short. So they find that out. They realize that looking out into the windows would cause you to kill yourself. So they board up all the windows. They put newspaper everywhere and try to, like, you know, protect themselves that way. B.D. Wong, or actually before this happens, another pregnant woman just starts knocking on the door. John Malkovich is pissed off that they're even considering letting this woman in and is about to blow off this pregnant woman's face with a shotgun. At this point, this movie to me becomes, and this might be one of the reasons why I dislike it, because I don't know if you, like, remember the, the Dawn of the Dead remake? Yeah, where they're in the mall. Right. I, I just think that's a better setup. It's a better cast. It's a better everything. This There's is just... more of a risk, too, because, like, in this, like, these things don't seem to, like, open the doors or anything. They just... Yeah, this is just a Dawn of the Dead, like... It almost Dawn of the Dead, basically. Yeah, but there's no real danger, because you don't go outside, you're fine. Well, there's there's much danger, because... If you like, later outside. on, later on, but, like... You... If you just, like, not look at things, if you just stay in the house in a bunker, you'd be good. And here's, so here's my problem. Where This is where my problem starts beginning. Like, so the movie started with Sandy, like, in present time, right? Yeah. And she's got two kids with him. So now you've met all these characters. So you know they're all going to be dead. So you know that this other lady's going to have this child. You know that she's going to have her child. Uh-oh. Angry baby. And you know... Like, you just know that there's no one else around. Like, if they were going to show the future, they should have kept a person around or two to just 
make it seem like, oh, okay, they're going to be around. And then they could have killed him right after that. Yeah, like, put it up a little bit further up in the future before, like, you know, all the deaths where it's by themselves. So it's shocking to you that it happens. Because this whole time, you're just like, okay, I know that this guy... I knew John Malkovich had an X on his head for the whole time, but I didn't know when it was going to happen. So Malkovich... Malkovich actually becomes kind of a hero. Malkovich is always a hero. He was a hero the whole time. Honestly, if I was with him, I would be listening to everything John Malkovich said. Because honestly, if they would have just listened to him, they would have been alive the whole time. Uh, I mean, they never would have gotten to the conclusion of the film, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they'd still be alive. That's true. So... so they let the pregnant woman in. Then B.D. Wong decides that he's going to have a crazy idea. Like he's like, oh, yeah, the, yeah this house is gigantic. So yeah. they have security cameras. <laughs> B.D. So B. B. Wong has Wong's a panic like, room. He has like a control center in his house. Yeah, so he's like, well, well, let's just look at the cameras because you're not looking directly at anything and everything will be fine. Yeah, he's like, we got to know if we can look at these things directly or indirectly. <laughs> yeah, uh, it turns out you can't. No, <laughs> bad move. Bad move on B.D. Wong part. <laughs> yep, he um, he will not be creating any more dinosaurs. Every time B.D. Wong is near a like a computer screen, something goes wrong. Uh, it turns out um, not only will life find a way, so will death. <laughs> that is the moral of the story. Everyone dies. Death finds a way. Yeah. So, like, Peter Wong kills himself. Like, he, like, is they strapped strap to a down. chair. They strap him down yeah. to look at these cameras. Now, I don't understand, like, was he just going to start yelling when everything was cool? I don't know. I don't it understand was, how he did it. Out, and everybody's standing around the house, and all of a sudden, you just hear, like, banging. And Beatty Wong found a way, strapped down. To bash oh. his whole head in against the desk. And then the pregnant woman freaks out. And Sandra Bullock's pregnant the whole time, but Sandra Bullock is actually a useful member of the society. This other pregnant lady is terrible. She's, like, the worst. She is useless. She's... Listen. You knew she was going to kill herself from the beginning. Oh, no doubt. That's That's clearly where the kid was coming from. Yeah. So, then they find out that Little Rel... Little Rel just happens to mention that he works at a grocery store. Meanwhile, when he first got to the house... He was in the grocery store uniform. Yeah, I don't understand how people did not put two and two together. So, so they decided to uh, go on a grocery war, a store run to Little Rel's Marketplace, which I would shop at. That sounds like awesome to me. They decide that the best way to do it is to drive there. But if they drive there, they have to look. So what are they going to do? Well, good thing we live in 2017, 2018, 2019 now. Oh. Yeah, I'm just like how they're going on the grocery run. Oh, yeah. Um, so they paint the window, they black out the windows. Yeah, well, it's a good thing we live in 2019 because now they can use the sensors in the car and the backup cameras and all that stuff, like proximity alerts and GPS to actually get to the grocery store without looking. I still feel like you get into an accident. Okay. Do you feel like the monsters in this movie, because they're driving out there and they get stuck by one of the monsters that is just a lot of wind. Did you get like feelings like this was the happening? This is the happening! Um, 
Paul, this is the happening. A bunch of wind happens, and then people kill themselves. Do you think this is a shared universe with the happening? I think they just watched the happening and the quiet place, and they thought they could make a better movie. It is sort of a ripoff of the quiet place. Uh, yeah, it's completely a ripoff of the quiet place. The only difference is that you don't look instead of you don't say a noise or say make noise. So, yeah, this is the happening pretty much. It, so, either way, when Malkovich, so th- did you explain that when they're in the supermarket, Malkovich realizes, like, why don't the five of us just stay here? Again, <coughs> excuse me, great plan. Not only uh, is it a great plan, but there's a way to solve the problem. Who somebody, two people go back in the car, they drive back and bring the them house, over, they we pick already... up the other people, and they drive them to the supermarket. We already established that it's possible to drive. Yes. Yes. Freaking... And at this point, at this point, you don't know that anyone else is alive. No, you don't. So then you find out. You hear someone. Someone's like, "Oh, I want you to let me in. Let me in. Let me in." Sandra Bullock, for some reason, grabs birds. Like, there's no reason for her to grab these birds, but she does it anyway. All uh, right. So I, I, I understand. Like, if. It's a lot like Will Smith and I Am Legend, where he has like a dog. Like you just want like to see other life. Yeah, but birds. I get it. I don't know if you know this, but there are people online that will claim birds are not real. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, it's one of my favorite conspiracy theories. It's up there with flat Earth. Oh, they're actually drones. Yeah, it's that birds aren't real, and the government's lying to us. I've seen that. Um, I have birds, so <laughs> anyway, we're. We watch, we watch them like you know try to figure out what they do. John Malkovich is in the alcohol section, yeah, having a great time. Uh, as you would. Oh, I would have been hammered drunk. Oh, without a doubt, I would have got hammered drunk, walked outside with my eyes wide open, and just said, "Fuck it, let's go." Yeah, me too. That's the way to go. That's the way to go in this world. In this world where no one can do anything. Because at this point, why would no you want to continue to live? Why would you want to continue to live? So here's where some of the conflict finally comes in, right? They're getting ready to leave the store, and then all of a sudden, at the back door, you hear this banging, and um, Lil Rel's hears the voice, and he's like, "Oh shit, it's the retarded guy that worked with us." It's Fish Fingers. Yeah, yo, they, yo, Fish Fingers, what you doing over there, Fish Fingers? Like, so he says Fish Fingers like sixteen times. Yeah, Fish Fingers is said a lot. So Malkovich doesn't want to let this guy in. But because he's fish fingers, everybody's like, let's open the door. Let's open the door. So let's they, let fish fingers in. <laughs> they start opening the door and good old fish fingers starts going crazy that he wants. Well, well to- no, the birds start going crazy first. Oh, that's right. That's this is where the birds come to play. So the birds start going crazy because they know there's danger. They sense danger. And fish fingers start pushing the door in. And uh, like, yeah, I know. I know. Oh, uh, this is my son's first time on the podcast, correct? Yeah, okay. he's a special well, guest. Welcome to the podcast, Owen. A.K.A. Um, boy. Hey, boy. <laughs> um, so, Fish Fingers goes nuts, and he's trying to keep the door open so everyone can see the monsters, right? Yeah. And I don't know if at that point the monster can get in. I don't know if the monsters can go inside anything. But... but these monsters apparently don't know how to operate doors or windows. So, this is my, my issue at this point, like... The door is like halfway open. It's a really big door. Fish finger seems like he's got retard strength. <laughs> yeah. He does, man. He does. So this is when it establishes that some people see the stuff 
and they start going crazy. It seems like no. It seems like from they establish. Okay, so actually that'll get further into the movie because Little Rel sacrifices himself. As right, he but would. he didn't have to. So, no, there was no point. So Little Rel then decides he's going to tackle this guy outside and let them close the door. Meanwhile, all he has to do is shoot him with a shotgun. Shoot him with a shotgun or kick him. Yeah. Like, John Malkovich really cocked this one up. Well, he was like, drunk. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. He, he was drinking on the job. He was. He was. So, so they close the door. And it's the back door, and Lil Rel's blood starts coming from underneath. So yeah, and like my favorite part of this movie is dead now. So John Malkovich is really carrying it for me from now on. So they get back to the house. They bring all this food. John Malkovich is having a drink with Sandra Bullock. There's a bunch of like emotional stuff. Sandra Bullock talks to the other pregnant lady. The other pregnant lady's like, "I'm not helpful or whatever." And Sandra Bullock's like, "No, don't worry, I can help you. I'm just a tough lady." Shit like that. You know what I mean? And then that, at this a little point, love, a little love triangle starts developing between uh, uh, Moonlight Guy and Sandra Bullock, and that's not a triangle, buddy. No, a little love thing connection. Yes, that's a connection. A triangle yeah, would require three sides. I feel like John Malkovich was trying to get in that because he has a drink with Sandra Bullock in the movie that I wrote in my head. That's what happens. You just want to bang Malkovich. I mean, I I wanted John Malkovich a sex scene. In this Wait a minute, time great. The, name of this, the name of this episode is officially "Banging John Malkovich." <laughs> Banging John Malkovich is great. Yeah, that's that's. Was that the porn version of that movie? Uh, it's got to be real, right? You open this door and you come inside of John Malkovich. <laughs> so, so uh, throughout this the time, everyone's like living their life. Uh, oh, Sandra- so at, at this point. Two of the people take the car and they take off and they disappear. Well, beforehand, you see them banging. Yes, that's right. Sandy walks in. The drug dealer and the police cadet. Netflix is like, this is a Netflix original. You get to see some titties. Yeah, but it's like very like fast. Yeah, but it's because they don't have to get it rated. Yeah, so then this uh, these people leave, right? So they take the car and they're gone. They close the door real quick. A few days more pass. Then some guy is just... I know, Owen. It's horrible. I know, Owen. I know. I know. I know. I'm listening. So, these... What's it called? So, they left. And then a few days later, another guy shows up at the door. Some British guy. Who I actually thought was a pretty good actor. It was a fun time. I thought it was fine. This is, again, when the movie gets super predictable. Yeah, I mean, you know that he's, like, a bad guy. It's pretty obvious. And so, John Malkovich no, wants to shoot him in the head, but then the letting, pregnant lady... Yeah, but you see the extra pregnant lady, the useless one. Well, the, no, 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 not the useless one, because from the very beginning, you know she's the reason why everyone dies. <laughs> Either way, she she lets this crazy person into the house. You don't know he's a crazy person. You think yes. he's pretty normal. So he starts talking. He starts saying that these things, like... He was on a business trip or whatever from England, apparently, and that these people from an insane asylum were walking around, not blindfolded, and that they actually could see the things and that they wanted other people to see. Like, they still had control of their faculties enough not to kill themselves. So that would make sense. So what this movie was trying to establish is that you have to have some kind of mental deficiency or problem 
in order to be controlled by these creatures. I guess. And I guess the creatures decided they needed minions. I'm not I'm still not sure how this works. Because apparently they cannot open doors or windows. Like I don't think these things are like corporeal beings. I think they just like are wind. I think it's the happening. But and as this thing is happening, like they cut back to Sandy present time on the river with these two kids. Yeah. And she hears someone in the distance. And the guy comes up, tries to take the boat. And he's another one of these crazy people. He's a redneck. He looked like uh, the guy, Bobby Singer from Supernatural. Have you ever seen that show? It was uh, maybe our few podcast listeners have. He uh, Basically, Sandy viciously murders him. Yeah, pretty much with a machete. Blindfolded, machete uh, knifes his neck up. It was pretty awesome, actually. So again, like, this movie proved, like, there's no doubt that no one else is alive. Like, it's not like there's still another person with her. And it, there's just no doubt that no one else from the beginning of the story is alive with her. So now at this point, with this other person in the house, you're like, all right, this has got to start to build towards something. Yeah. And this other person gets in the house. And then all of a sudden, Sandy starts having contractions, but she doesn't tell anybody. And then... The because other, the other one is having... Yeah, that's right. The other lady... The crazy one starts having contractions. Is that like this might sound ignorant to me, but like you know how like once like women are usually and please one of my female listeners or you know one of my friends that are probably gonna listen to this and call me like a sexist or whatever. You know how when women a group of women are usually around the same area, they all sync up to the same menstrual cycle. Oh, this is bad. Do you do you think that's what happened when they were like pregnant? Like maybe I mean like, they were together so long that the their like pregnancies like synced up no no because pregnancy is they're nine months it's not like somebody seven months pregnant is no but they they were like in the beginning they established that they had due dates close to each other so i was just wondering if maybe that was it because they were so close together in development that maybe the hormones that trigger labor uh synced up somehow would i i originally i was thinking this guy has some kind of evil around him that can make him induce oh like a wizard Stop, stop, stop with the wizard, wizardry. They're literal shape-shifting demons stop, stop in this movie. Trying for, stop trying to force wizardry into every movie. Okay. So, again, I felt like that's what it was. I don't think it was that bad what I just said, Paul. I think it was very scientific. Nope. Nope. I think it, I think it was very sexist. No, I don't think it was. Then this movie is sexist for what they for positing that. Either way, the the old lady in the house starts uh, helping them have the baby. Yeah, because old ladies know how to midwife automatically. Malkovich, Malkovich was being a dick to the uh, British guy. So yeah, so lock- they knocked him out and put him in the garage. Yeah, so they they lock Mal- they lock Malkovich in the garage at this point. They break a sugar bowl over his head, which is hilarious. So Malkovich is the is in the garage, locked up, and um, everybody else is upstairs helping them with the baby. And while that's going on, the crazy guy starts opening this book that he walked in with, and it's all drawings of what you assume the monster actually looks like. Yeah. So now you're like, uh-oh, problems. And then he starts tearing down all the stuff on the, they have on the windows. Yeah, but he's having a good time, and he puts the birds in the freezer. That's right. He does put the birds in the freezer. So it is established that people do know that birds are a defense mechanism for these creatures. And that's a thing. There's like a lot of cultures that believe that like certain demons, like birds will go crazy or they're afraid of birds or something like that. It's okay. weird. Okay. So 
Yeah, if you watch Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, they use a canary to torture a troll. I thought it was the I thought it was the uh, canary like the like the minor thing where they brought a bird down there. Yeah, I don't know, but and that's if there's what danger, I the bird will freak out. Yeah, so I think that might be it too, actually. Um, so what's it called? That guy gets up, he wants to see the babies. He's like, it's so great, it's so great, and then he starts ripping the the windows down. He takes out he takes out John Malkovich, right? No, what he does is he knocks out he knocks out uh, Moonlight. Yeah, he knocks out Moonlight. He knocks John out Malkovich Moonlight. is still like Malkovich in. starts seeing what's going on. He's trapped in the garage and he starts yelling. So what the guy does is he opens the garage, and that's the end of the most entertaining part of this movie. Yeah. So John Malkovich, you're presumed that he's dead. This guy goes upstairs, starts like opening all the windows. Now uh, these ladies had their babies awfully fast. Yeah, they did. It was very quick. Um, Awfully fast. I mean, again, time restraints. Uh, So then this guy, he grabs this old woman. Well, no, no, no. First, first the old woman has the baby, or they give the baby to Sandy, and Sandy's under a blanket. And he, the the first pregnant lady gets up, and she runs, and she dives out the window because she sees what's going on. So Yeah, she's she, dead. Pull, she pulls a huge dive. She's dead. So then this old lady grabs this pair of scissors that she used to cut the umbilical cords. And tries to cut the guy, tries to right. stab him. But he holds her, and then it becomes a ridiculous shot of him holding her eyes open. Opening her eyes. And, yeah, it looks, I, yeah, it is, it is rape porn. Well, I just saw I saw a meme recently where it's the guy from Nickelback holding that old woman's eyes open, saying, "Look at this photograph." He, <laughs> he, it, it's Eli Roth is definitely on a hard on looking at this scene. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, because I don't know if you know this, Eli Roth, giant creep. Anyway, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. so then they cut to Sandy B with the two babies, and you just hear uh, the sound of the scissors being stabbed into someone. And then all of a sudden you hear the English guy talking again. So you're like, uh-oh, Sandy's not going to make it. But of course, you know she's going to make it because they already cut to the beginning of the movie where she's with two five-year-old kids. Wait, do we skip over the part where John Malkovich turns out to be alive It comes in, tries to shoot this guy? Uh, this guy manages to fight John Malkovich, shoots John Malkovich in the head. Uh, and, the, and Oh, no, and stabs him. Stabs him with the, the, the scissors. That's he right. Sta- and- and then Moonlight comes in, and you, there's a struggle, and Moonlight wins. Yes, and then they escape. Right. So now it's Moonlight, two babies, and Sandy. And, you know, they're trying to live this life. They're learning how to live in the world without sight. They're... And it basically, it basically cuts to f- five years later. Yeah, and they're, like, gardening or whatever and doing all this stuff. All blindfolded. I... Yeah. I couldn't I... garden. I can't garden without a blindfold. Well, I mean, I just assumed that they were like Zen masters. Anyway, so they do all this stuff, whatever. It turns out there's still crazy people going on like raids all around while they're doing like supplies. Um, you know, there's some discussion about how to raise the kids. Uh, Moonlight tells Sandy Bullock, like, how dare you like raise these kids? You need to give them hope. You don't even give them names. They're literally called boy and girl. And, but so now comes something that like the none of the movie ever well i guess it happens later but this is the point you're supposed to realize that she loves the boy more than the girl 
Well, that's because the boy is actually hers. But it never sets it up except for like later when it becomes a we have to we may have to sacrifice one of these children things. Well, yeah, she learns that. And to be fair, <laughs> the girl's mother did cause all of this. Well, yeah, she did suck. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> she did suck. She did suck. She, she caused awful. she caused my favorite character, John Malkovich, to die. Yeah, she sure did. If Malkovich was with them, they wouldn't have even had to leave the supermarket. Yeah. Him and Little Rel would have had a great, great buddy comedy movie in that supermarket. I think we could write a Little Rel John Malkovich movie. Yeah, it would be great. I I guarantee you they became friends in that in that movie. Um so uh basically you start seeing people in these um two thousand eight Honda Civics driving around. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, oh shit, it's gangbangers, but no, yeah, 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 it's it's actually just insane people. Yeah, so then they pick up a radio transmission, telling people come down the river that they have a lot of birds there, that everyone's safe. Like you're gonna have to look going down the rapids, stuff like that. It's like a very like it's like a post apocalyptic thing, like where every once in a while you get a radio transmission of this beautiful sanctuary that usually turns out to be not real so, so yeah yeah so um while they're getting supplies they need to go down the river the crazy people pull up and it's like four crazy people and sandy and the kids stick out the back paul you're totally ignoring who one of these four crazy people are oh i know it's the guy from ant-man oh not only that dude uh the guy from the dark knight he's the same guy yeah 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 that's what I'm saying. That guy's the Dark Knight in Ant-Man. That guy's a perfect crazy person. Yeah, but like, I feel like he's bigger than this role. You think so? I think he's just an insane person. Like, he has a crazy guy eyes. He just looks like a Russian guy. Yeah, you're right. So, these people are like, you have to see, you have to see, take off your blindfold, take off your blindfold. Moonlight sacrifices himself, kills a bunch of these people, which is pretty, it was pretty cool. Um... And then at the end, he kills the main guy, takes off his blindfold, and then kills himself. Yes, he does. Yeah, it happens. So now you're now you're back on the river with Sandy. Yeah, and you get to the rapids, and she starts to say, well, first you establish that they lost all their supplies. They're cold. They had to stop somewhere to get a blanket. She's, and a, super turn- big, she's a super big dick to these children. Yeah, she's like, I will hurt you if you get out. It was horrible. Then they head over to, I guess there's like, like settlements right off these rivers. I guess they're like, you know, campgrounds or whatever. And she gets in there. Turns out the monsters show up. Yeah, she pulls so into seeing, camp. She pulls into yeah. camp on Iwana. Yeah, yeah. And Donkey then, Lips is dead. <laughs> Donkey Lips. Donkey Lips long ago killed himself. <laughs> so they get there, and Sandy's like freaking out. She's trying to go back. The little girl is freaking out because she's like, "I, where is she? Where is she? Where's Molly? Where's Molly? And then she starts going out and looking for Sandra Bullock because this little girl inherited her mother's stupidity. Her biological mother's stupidity. And yeah, like one of the monsters almost takes this little girl. Sandy like saves her and then they leave again. And Sandy's like, this is stupid. I hate you. Blah, blah, blah. This little girl is crushed. Hello? I'm listening. Yeah. So, 
they get down further down the river, they finally get to the rapids, and Sandy's like, one of us is going to have to look. And she's like trying to decide who to sacrifice. And I really, really thought that she was going to sacrifice the little girl. I really thought Right, so but this, that's the first time it comes into play. Like, they don't set it up at all in present time where it's like, oh, okay, Sandy loves this boy more than she loves this girl. Or Sandy gave this boy a name and didn't give the girl a name. Like, Yeah, it would mean more. If call the kid, call the boy, earlier. like, Shane and the, the girl still girl. Don't name or, the girl. Because then, no. then you know. It would be it would mean way more if they established for like even earlier that she knew that she was gonna have to make this choice from the beginning and that she decided it already. Because then when it gets to that like that decision where she's like no one's gonna look, it means way more. You know what I mean? I agree with you. Yeah, we. I I see no issues with this. So anyway, they start getting to the rapids and she tells them, "No, you know what? No one's gonna look. We're gonna go down these rapids blindfolded." And then, lo and behold, they crash. Yeah, they start to flip over. Yeah, it's like the, the scene from Temple of Doom where they're going down the waterfalls. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you a truth here. I have never watched a full Indiana Jones movie. That's very unfortunate. I don't, I don't think any of them are that entertaining. I don't know, man. There's Nazis in a lot of them. It's kind of a fun movie. They're fun movies. Uh, you know what? I did watch one. I watched the only one I've ever seen is Crystal Skull. That one's terrible. It's bad. Yeah, you should watch the other ones. Temple of Doom. I feel like Bullock you were started into swinging it. in the trees like a monkey, like Sheila Booth. <laughs> you would be into it. That's right. So <laughs> then they, so she finds the kids, and then all of a sudden these monsters do a thing that you've never seen them do the rest of the movie. You start hearing whispers of people that you love. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It was like, like they're on the island from Lost. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, the smoke mo- This is what happens when the smoke monster got let free. It's like they watched Lost. They watched The Happening, and they watched It's Quiet Place, and they're like, I'm going to make this movie. Oh, and Dawn of the Dead. So, all of a sudden, you just hear Moonlight's voice. Like, take it off. You can take it off. You can see me. Um, the kids start hearing people's voices. They hear Sandy's voice. Sandy, yeah, because Sandy gets knocked out at one point. Yeah, she falls down. She it's pretty funny. She has CTE. She, yeah. Let me tell you, this movie, because it's a bunch of blindfolded people, really take their liberties with the Mr. Magoo like yeah. like fall. She hits a tree so hard, she has a brain like Junior Seau. Yeah, it was horrible. It was it, so dumb. Yeah, my goodness. So, she hit that tree so hard. If it was a football game, the tree would have been ejected. So Sandy tr- starts to tell them, like, listen, uh, she tries to find the children. She finds the boy at first. And then you think the little girl is going to die because she's taking off her her blindfold because she hears Sandra Bullock do it. So she's like, no, no, girl, don't take my children. Don't take my children. And she finally establishes both of them are her children. So And then they run into what they find is a, a door, right? Well, no. Like, she saves her from the, the monster. Right. And they can't find the... they How they would find the sanctuary is the birds. But they can't hear them because these monsters are loud as shit. Right, right. So they're following the noise of birds. Yeah, so they're following the boys... Uh, the birds. And then they finally find, find this door. Best described as a hobbit door. It uh, is a hobbit door. Yeah, and then they get in there. And they're all freaking out, whatever. They do the thing, show me your eyes, show me your eyes. So they know they're that crazy. And at this point, they're not showing. So I, this was super telegraphed. 
they're not showing the the faces of the people that are inside. Yeah. So I immediately was like, oh, they're at a school for the blind. You thought that like immediately? Yeah. Yes. Immediately. Yeah, I I got that too. And it, then it was, it was either that or it should have like been like they when they cut to the sign where it says school of the blind. It should have cut to the sign that said Professor Xavier. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, do you know who that the the teacher is? He's the uh, priest from Constantine, the drunk guy that kills himself. I know the movie I've never seen. Okay, that, I thought he was the fat scientist from Richie Rich. He is. Right, that's the same guy. Yeah, it is the same guy. Oh my god! Wow, uh, that's that's weird though. <laughs> this is gonna end up being. That actually might be in a future episode, Constantine. Uh, Richie Rich might also be a future episode. I've seen that movie. It's, it's not good. No, it's not. Um. So, what was this? Professor Keenbean? Yeah. Yeah, it was Professor Keenbean. I'm very upset I know that. So, yeah, it turns out they're in a school for the blind with sighted people and blind people. And... The reason that they are safe is because there's a giant, like, arboretum that, like, saves them all. And there's birds everywhere. And then Sandra Bullock's like, hey, how about we just lead these birds, join their friends. They open the bird box, name of the book, uh, the movie, Bird Box, the titular bird box, and the birds fly away. And the the, uh, Professor Keenbean tells them that, like, when the birds go crazy, everybody just hides out inside. Um, and then, like, the blind people are safe no matter what. So, yeah, but like... here's the thing about that. Birds go crazy all the fucking time. My parakeets go crazy all the time. Like, there would be no way to differentiate when they're going crazy because they see one of these monsters. Well, I guess in that in that timeline, eventually you'd figure it out. I guess. Especially when you have a million birds somewhere. Which sounds horrible. And so, bas- and then, all of a sudden, like, the kids, she gives the kids, she gives the kids names. Yeah, she just had them. I don't remember the names, to be honest with you, because I didn't names, really care. She names the the daughter. She names the girl after the mother, Mallory. Oh, really? Is that it? Yeah, and then she names the kid after the black guy, Tom. Tom, that's right. That's his name. I'm really upset they didn't name him Douglas. I, you know what? <laughs> I can't believe we went this entire time and just called him Moonlight and didn't reveal my slight racism by calling him the black guy. I was pretty good until that moment. Yeah, but uh. No, I'm not racist. I swear to God, I voted for Obama. Uh, but I'm, really I'm just gonna—I'm just gonna be like, I'm just gonna be like, uh, what's his name and get out now and just tell you how much I love black people. Yeah, that guy. I'm yeah. really upset that they didn't name uh, the kid after John Malkovich's character, which was uh, Douglas, and I think Little Rel was Charlie. Little Rel was Charlie, and I didn't. I Malkovich is just Malkovich. No, I he was Douglas because I like that name. She should have named the kid Teddy KGB. Yeah. So so and then and then all of a sudden like, she names the kids and then who walks up from behind them? The doctor from the beginning. The Indian doctor. Why the fuck is she in this movie again? Who gives a shit? I don't know. It, it it's to establish that Sandra Bullock has grown as a person. It's dumb. And then the movie just ends. Yeah, I didn't like the ending. So this movie ends where now I listen. I'm cool with not seeing a monster for a long time. But even the Babadook showed me glimpses of it. Yeah. Babadook, great movie, by the way. Here, it didn't show you anything. You didn't know anything. Here, you don't see anything. Um, and to me, that's like, oh, cheapo. Like, even It's a Quiet Place showed the monster at the end. And even if you see what different people see, like 
I get they showed the drawings, but if you can like show what different people see and then maybe that would be nice like you see like like, dead like apparitions and stuff like that like that would be cool yeah i just feel like the the rules changed too much it was too much like other movies i wasn't crazy about it man um i on a scale of one to ten this movie's a four for me man oh i gave it like a 5.5 but i thought it was gonna be a three or a two to be honest with you uh, I I just my expectations were sitting at like I thought I'd I'd have a seven on my hands. Yeah, you and to get a four and to get I a four, you, I was out. But I told you, I know. I told you because I was like, "There's no way this is good." It's because I'm like not one of those. I'm not one of those people that thinks all Netflix originals are going to be bad. No, I, it has nothing to do with that. It's the fact that it's a freaking ripoff of A Quiet Place. Now, if you had now this was seen at your own home, if you had paid twelve dollars to see this in the theater, I would have been upset. Okay, I would I feel have been like upset. yeah, no, I feel like I would have been. A, I still I feel this. like I would have been. I feel like I would have went down like two notches. I would have yeah. been a two because I would have been annoyed. This is the same situation with airplanes. If I see a movie on an airplane, I'm gonna like it way more than if I had to pay for it. For example, if you're gonna watch Rampage, as you'll tell from the episode I just published, just watch it on a plane. Yeah. So I guess like from now on, we'll probably. This kind of mini episode happened by accident. I actually have an idea for another mini episode. So what I, I like do too, do... actually. Huh? I do too, actually. Okay. So, I mean, we can do these over time. I have an idea for a mini episode because it's a movie I really liked and it's a good movie. Uh, what is it? It's on Amazon Prime right now. And the reason why you didn't watch it was a stupid reason. And I told you to watch it in the future. So let's, can we make the next mini? And then we'll, we'll do yours right after. So okay. the next, so. Keep in mind, there's another episode coming where I have to watch fucking Left Behind starring Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And you have to watch Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire. Which, I, Bale and Matthew McConaughey. which I'm finishing up right now. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for your thoughts on it. Yeah, you're going to get thoughts. I love it. I, lo- I, 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 I love know it. you love it. I know I love you love it. it. I lo- that movie, it, that movie on a bad movie scale, that movie's a seven. We'll, we'll talk about it. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, so the movie I want to make you watch is on Amazon Prime right now hereditary i will watch it as well we can talk about it okay so the movie that i wanted to do but i don't know if you're going to be able to do it because it is a theater movie i would like you to go try to see aquaman because i did see it i will try and work that out that's that's the thing like it's like this one it just kind of worked out that's gonna happen if you end up seeing aquaman no pressure if you don't but if you do end up seeing it because i have thoughts this is my last day off until Monday and Tuesday. So, and then Monday, I'm not. I ha, I'm going to Monday Night Raw because I'm still a child. Yeah. Um, well, so that's more we, important. Yeah, of course it is. And the Cowboys play a playoff game in the middle of it. Yeah, so, like uh, I said, if you can end up watching, it, if not, and then a bit, or eventually we can do it when it comes out and you can't right. watch it. All right, but I, I have this, I enjoy the the fact that we both watch the same movie and have the same thoughts. I think we can start doing it. We can start switching it up a little bit like this. Hold on, hold on, Stephanie Fisk. Hello, come here. If you had to rank Bird Box on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rank it? Well, I like the beginning up until, like, literally the end. So maybe. Sorry, he's in the way. Uh, like a 5.5. Steph gave it a 5.5. So she gave it the same as me. She did. She also did not like the ending. The ending was stupid as a cop out ending. That's oh, what wow, I didn't like either. Blind. Oh, we get it. You know what? On our on our next bonus episode, where we watch Hereditary, 
I'm going to make Steph join us because she's never seen it and I've seen it and I really like it. Okay, I'll watch Hereditary. I, I honestly think Hereditary is one of the best movies of last year and Tony Collette should win an Oscar. But she's not going to be nominated, but I think she's she should win the goddamn Oscar because it's that good of a performance. All right, so this was a good episode. I think this was a fun, fun change of pace. Yeah, I like the fact that we both watched the same movie and we didn't have to go back and forth between two. I, I'm not going to lie, the last episode, neither one of us picked an interesting enough movie. I don't think so. I think Riz saved it with, with his explanation and me shitting on him for his ideas yeah. on downsizing. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. I brought it back this week with Rain of Fire because it's one of my favorite bad movies. Ever. It's a good movie, and I feel like Left Behind is bad enough. We're, we're, there's a lot to talk oh, no, no, about. No, no. I'm, gonna, I'm going to hate you. But I know. Until, uh, until next time, buddy. This was a pleasure. All right. <laughs> Take I'll it easy, guys. Thank you, John Malkovich. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, my John Malkovich. Bye. Bye. PG Rated, part of the Kayfabe Only Brother Podcast Network.